T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score! A big thanks to our guest today, Clark Kellogg, to Sean Reed. He was really, really great. Give his podcast, Between the Lines, a listen. So how to have Sharma, Jared Payton telling us stories about the 2001 Hurricanes. It doesn't get much better than that. And a big thanks to Big Ant Heron for answering the clarion call. It's very, very important. Taking you the rest of the way this afternoon is Parkins and Spiegel. Hello, boys. What's up, gentlemen? Hello, men. Anthony Heron, thank you for not sending emails from my logged-in account yesterday as you tweeted. The opportunity that was uh, possible for you would, would have been Staring taken. Staring him in the face. Man, it would have been taken yeah. by most people. Most people I know would have buried me somehow publicly or privately. So yeah, but Chris Ranji doesn't work here anymore. So you know. <laughs> there, there's occasions where I show up and the, the work computer still has like somebody's Twitter still logged in, and I'll tweet something about how exceptionally handsome I am or something like that. But aside from that, I get an email account being open. Mm. And I don't know when the last time was that you were in studio, but that email was open for a few days. You might want to check <laughs> your sent messages. <laughs> yeah, email account though is not terribly valuable unless you're going to do some like horrible things to yeah. it. Well, yeah, well, it, it was the wor- awful could go down via email. Yeah. It was the work email. It was the work email, which I'd never log into at home. I just kind of log into it here to see what's going on. And Danny never logs into it at all. I, yeah. <laughs> all right, so I checked it over the weekend. It had been on my to do list. I hadn't looked at my work email. Oh God, for fourteen hundred emails. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. I was proud of myself. I was like, that you is so you probably didn't get to an incredible commitment. Did, didn't didn't get the FU emails that Anthony wrote to you from my account. That was yeah. You didn't get those. Those were at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, I, but honestly what I, I so I, I took some time and I, I went through them and You it, went through how many of them? Well I, I you know, it's, it's quick scans of the subject lines. <laughs> and I how many of these would I actually have said, oh, it would have been useful to have this in a timely manner? I think the answer was roughly zero. Mm. Like, it's just there's nothing on there that's useful, and I've curated it so that my Gmail is what, like, Mitch and the the, right. the important people here send stuff to me at. So all that other nonsense, mm. it's not much. But, yeah, literally had to go back to uh, middle of November for so that Speaks people, has his people answer pitching for why you Danny, and stuff. Yeah, it was why terrible. Danny never responds to emails. Now Speaks knows. Now I know. Now I know. It's true. How you guys doing? It was, a, it was an eventful uh, three days, even if it was uh, marginal uh, sports activity uh, for the most part. At least there was stuff to look I at. Just, 
I assumed yesterday Speaks was just on vacation again. I didn't really know. Like, I know President's Day is a holiday. I didn't know it was a big enough holiday where a bunch of folks from the main shows were going to be gone. So I showed up yesterday just like, why is nobody here? I mean, it's I not. that we traded it out for Juneteenth, honestly. Like, I, I wasn't expecting it to be a thing until Porth was like, hey, are you, are you working on the 21st? And I was like, why wouldn't I be? He's like, well, it's President's Day. I was like, so? He's, he's like, it's company holiday. I'm like, oh, I then did, no, I'm not working. I did what I usually do, which is I, I work on- Go south of the border. No, I work on the shrine yeah. that I have to Chester Arthur and Millard Fillmore. You know? Chester A. Arthur to you, sir. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Appreciate that. And um and Grover Cleveland or is it Grover Cleveland Alexander? One of them was a pitcher and one of them was a president. I'm gonna tell Gro- you, Grover Cleveland was the president. Okay, Grover Cleveland Alexander was the pitcher. And then Christy Mathewson was also a president. Do I have that right? That is incorrect. Oh, damn it! I was so close. Walter Johnson, right? I mean, all these names they, they all they all blend together in, in my head. I, I don't think I've ever taken President's Day off, but it, it, you know, whatever. <laughs> I treat it like you treat your company email. Like, you know, if they're, if, if they're if they're offering it, take it. But I, I saw, I think it was, I think it was Mully and Haw yesterday. The promotion of, of their tweet, like talking about all of the sports presidents in town, because Kevin Warren's been in the news. Oh, there you go. Like, there's a there's an angle. Uh-huh. I've done I've done a draft of presidents for a pickup basketball team before, based on who you would assume is the best. So, you know. You got some President's Day material. Taft go late. He went. He was, he was a sleeper pick. He was just no Obama. Because uh, he put the court in the White House. Yeah. He's a first-round Lincoln because of his height. Yeah, obviously Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln yeah. because I, of his height. I mean, Taft has a one-gap tackle. I don't know. I'm getting somewhere. I've never fielded the football Woo. team. I like this idea. Yeah, him and, him, know, and, I, him and Teddy Roosevelt. You're talking about the Ravens, you know, clearing the space for uh, for Ray Lewis. Yeah, I, I think there's something there where we got to, you know, you got you to get 700 pounds of ass out there, Speaks. <laughs> Keep them off your linebackers. <laughs> What if you did a, a baseball president draft though? Because Obama was left-handed. Like, would he be like a George, George you know? Bush would go number one? Yes, yeah, deservingly uh, so. Well, which right. one? Which George? W. Well, W. But but didn't George the dad play at? I, I believe that George the dad Yale. played at uh, in college. Columbia? Do I have? I that thought right? I thought W played and uh, senior was like a cheerleader. But I could be wrong about that. Mm. The, the first pitch post 9-11 at Yankee Stadium is just like cool, calm, collected under Dark. pressure. Did yeah. it in a bulletproof vest. But we also do have, to your point, Ant, we do have like scoutable tape on probably 20 of them throwing out ceremonial yeah. first pitches. True. George Herbert Walker Bush was a first baseman for Yale where he participated in the first two editions of the College World Series in 1947 and 1948. Wow. So that's, that's Bush Sr. was a first baseman. Yale. But we're not working President's Day, so we don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to get Danny, you got to get this quickly. stuff ready for, for Ant, where he's asked to work President's Day next year. That's now true. he's got a primer, <laughs> and now he knows exact, exactly what either that, you know, 1040 segment on our show or, or the 225 segment on you guys' show. Oh, yeah. Now he's got it. He's yeah. got it. It's perfect. Well, I will say. Yeah, I mean, it's a good I, kickoff segment. You're I, right. I, I know everyone said that it was not, you know, a good sports weekend, but it's my sports guilty pleasure is NBA All-Star Weekend. I love it. 
I've seen every three-point contest, dunk contest, and all-star game in their entirety since I was like 11 years old. I literally think I've watched the last 25 of these things I, I, every single year. I had my family watching the intros to the all-star game because I told them about the intrigue and we wanted to see who got picked last and thought that was entertaining. And the game began... And, and about, you wanted to see if Derrick Rose would dance this time? Yeah, right. About, right. N- about 90 seconds into the game, my brother-in-law says, do we have to watch this? <laughs> I said, no, no, we don't. I'll catch up on the Elam ending in the fourth quarter and anything else I might need to watch. But, like, I mean, how great is it when the coach of one of the teams, Mike Malone, says – that was the worst basketball game ever played. That's how he yep. described it. Dude coached it. It was, <laughs> as someone who loves it and defends it, it was indefensible. Correct. It was so bad. And, I mean, I got some, like, quasi-theories as to why. Um, they've got to figure out a way to incentivize dunking again. Like, I... Like when Steph Curry last year put on a shooting display that was incredible. He was like pulling up from half court. He was turning his back. He like was nailing every shot. It was it was it was pretty awesome to watch. But we want to watch Steph Curry do it. Does anyone want to watch Donovan Mitchell shoot 15 threes? Like you know what I mean? Like it, it's I mean it's pretty cool watching Damian Lillard use proper shooting form from half court. I, I enjoyed that. that so because moments. because Steph wasn't He's in, one of those guys that can do it. Because Steph wasn't in the game it felt like that was Damian Lillard's role. But three or four different guys are pulling up from, you know, 40-plus feet. Man, I want to see LeBron throw alley-oops to, to guys. Like, it, it used to be much more of like a highlight festival. They took like 115 threes yeah. in the game. That's, well, that that's part ridiculous. Of my, part of my point I made to Lawrence was that since LeBron got hurt during the game and Giannis basically didn't play because he was already injured and Steph – literally didn't play because he was injured, then you have three three of the four or five biggest stars in the game no that were injured and not participating. So right. I think that, that ends up adding to just what, what feels like it, it didn't feel as big. You didn't have these seminal talents that were out there. So I think that, that adds to kind of a lack of attention span that folks felt too. Yeah, it's interesting because as we see these sports wrestle with these kind of moments, I, I thought the NBA did find something with the Elam ending, which we talked about plenty last year. And these players know that, all right, we'll probably try a little bit in the fourth when we get the ELM ending. So they know they've got that coming so they don't feel incentivized to do it. Um, and, and, you know, I, I thought the NFL found something with the flag football. I know you disagreed, Lawrence, but, man, I watched that thing and I, I was entertained. The and, flag football, I, I didn't mind as much, but I don't know, man. I, I think that almost every, every sports organization – needs to do something because the NHL was ridiculously bad this year too. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I most look forward to because there usually is an emphasis on look at the skills that these guys have. And they rushed through the skills competition. Like they, <laughs> they couldn't get away from it fast enough. So I, I think there's a reckoning for all of the sports leagues to to make it interesting and cool. And I, I don't know, man. Like do you do like a SEC media days for for this like you you just have like a all star banquet outside of the <laughs> skills competition stuff and and that way guys can do all their charity work uh, along with their sponsor work. No, see, it, out- sh- it, it, I know, but it should lend itself to it. Pick up hoops is a thing. 
You know, we've all played in, in, in pickup games where it's like, oh, look, you know, I've never played with you before. Here we go. Let's figure something out. Yeah, but it never took us that long to pick our team. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the thing. I, I, I thought it was, it, would, it was a cool concept, but I liked it last year. It was fine. LeBron and KD going on TV with, with Shaq, drafting the teams, them trolling each other over who was going to have to get stuck picking James Harden last was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it led to a good moment. And then this year they're like, we don't want to upset anybody by making them the last pick. So we're going to draft the starters last. Hey, dummies. Well, then whoever is the last reserve is the last pick. They just don't have their name called last. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Like it, it was that was just very, very unnecessary. They at least continue to tweak it. Like it was just a few years ago where they did the whole drafting in secret because they didn't want anyone to be embarrassed by it. They weren't sure how that was going to go. And LeBron and Steph, you know, just made the picks kind of just in some room somewhere with Aaron Rodgers and in, in darkness. And then suddenly they came out and they had these two rosters. And so they've continued to adjust it over the years. I just. I'm not sure there's any good answer that remains at this point because if you're making an all-star game in a major professional sport at this point, you already have major money. And so, you know, to say we're going to make an extra 10 grand or 20 grand or whatever isn't going to motivate most of these guys Mm -hmm. to risk injury. And none of the teams really want them risking injury in these environments either because they've invested so much financially in them. And then in the end, the eyeballs, especially on football, like I, I really think the the Pro Bowl going away as as a game was largely because of social media reaction because folks still tuned in for the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl had more yep. viewers than most of the other events on television. My, mo, the Pro Bowl would get more viewers than most of the regular season events from yeah. baseball, hockey, and the NBA. Yep. Yeah. See, ba- baseball watch. baseball doesn't look like the guys are trying even when they are trying. So that's why it kind of works <laughs> for the baseball All-Star games. They can just we'll, we'll see if there's more contact this year when we get there and the the pitch clock. Man, I I there's so much good baseball writing and information right now. Like I am I, I, I'm inundated because the WBC is coming, so a lot of the players are there earlier. So now everybody's there and everybody's talking. Jason Stark's um, GM survey, his spring training survey that came out the other Ooh, day. There's, uh, there's. A, I haven't read that yet. Oh, dude, it's so interesting. Like what they decided, what was the most intriguing story? And a lot of people talking about Otani for next year and the Mets money. And there was one funny sidebar. is like, can you name six players on the Oakland A's? <laughs> and, and, and one of the GM laughed and said, no, absolutely not. I mean, it's ridiculous. But somebody flat out called the Orioles out for not competing when they have this great young core and they've done yeah. nothing in the offseason. They're just happily accepting whatever the hell they can get. But the one that was interesting to me was Fernando Tatis coming off the steroids and the motorcycle accident, trying to ingratiate himself back in with his teammates and not be like the cocky guy he has been after letting down his team for two years. And I hadn't thought of that really. Like, here's Bogarts, a pro's pro. Machado shows up, you know, and all they just re signed Darvish for six years. And Tatis, like, can you be a grown up and actually help your team without? That uh, that horse steroid that you took. So Mike Clevenger doesn't think that he can. <laughs> oh, God, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Yeah, we will. Uh, yes. Yeah, so what what are legal? you guys gonna do on? 
Is there a legal defense fund that's being uh, started? We're, we're for gonna shame, we're gonna start we're gonna start the show we'll with uh, we're gonna start the show with allegations of uh, with, with threats of a lawsuit against us by a okay. big league baseball player. Um, I've pulled up the Oakland A's forty man roster. By the way, oh, oh, gentlemen, dude, it's, it's horrifying. I I mean, can you name three? Ramon oh, Laureano. Oh yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Okay i I feel I think I've heard of this. Uh, Alad Miss Diaz. Aledmus Diaz yeah, is there. I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I haven't said I, I've his seen name it, before. I've seen his name. I've seen it. Trevor May. Yeah. Trevor uh, May. Okay. Tony Kemp. We know Tony Kemp in this town. Yeah. Just got paid. Jesus Aguiar. James Caprillion. Um, Dude, is, who is pretty good are pitcher. these guys? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Do you, know, do you know how many guys they have not making the um the minimum <laughs> i mean it's it's outrageous not making the minimum yeah how can you not make the minimum well it's minor leaguers signed to <laughs> actual contracts i got to know this number yeah so it, i mean there are 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 they have 10 players who are not just on pre arbitration and then wait three of those are on arbitration so there are seven there are seven players who are post arbitration and the one making the most is Aledmus Diaz. That's the highest paid player on the team at $7.2 million. So is that the opposing end of the argument then for the folks, especially in baseball ownership, who may take issue with the Mets and, mm-hmm. and the Padres and how they're operating? Do yes. the rest of them just look at those teams and say, well, maybe you should try to do something more competitive. Maybe you should spend another buck instead of basically just living off of us. This is why I dream of and have for a long time of a salary floor and a salary cap in baseball. Players will never go for I it. I know it. I know it. It's the most powerful union in sports. They'll never go for it. It's probably never going to happen. But when you have the Orioles choosing to non-compete and you have the A's with what will probably be a 35 to $38 million payroll and Steve Cohen's spending 450 or so. The th- yeah, the, the close to 500. Thing is broken on paper. Half a bill. It's been broken on paper for decades. The A's Higher. win total this year? 59 and a half. Man. Take the under. I mean, imagine I being know. a fan of that team. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> They're dwindling. Know a lot of folks in the Bay Area. They are dwindling. They traded the catcher. They traded Sean Murphy. It was like two years away from, from free agency. Maybe even three years away. And they, they sold him off to the highest bidder they could find. It's unreal. They don't even really All have right, local boys. media rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I right. got to know what the rundown is for today's show. Okay, well, we will begin the show with our response to Mike Clevenger threatening legal action against us and the score via the Sun-Times. That was a Friday. Um, We will talk. Pat Beverly, I believe Speaks and I disagree. We will do our Bears hypothetical uh, at 3 o'clock. Speaks is 28th favorite baseball player of the last 30 years of doing baseball. In this wait, wait, town. did the double up happen yet or no? It's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, we, was, de- okay. we, we decided uh, because one of the two deserves some extra time for reasons that'll be clear tomorrow. So it's going to happen tomorrow uh, at at four forty five. And uh, sports innovation and leagues trying stuff in these games that don't matter so much. What we can learn and apply it. Uh, to other sports. We're going to spend some time with that as well and some genuine baseball conversation with both sides of town. So that are, that is not lawsuit related. So we got that I love going. it. Boys, have a great show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Tanny's Open kicks us off. Our response to Mike Clevenger next on The Score. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.